Are we going to talk about it? Why? The elephant in the room. What elephant? Mom's new job. It's time to make some wrong things right. Help me bring supers back into the sunlight. We need to change people's perceptions about superheroes, and Elastigirl is our best play. Better than me? <clears throat> You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guys, Sequel Remix. This is episode 395. I'm Marky's Mike. I'm trying to think what like a someone cool would say right now. Everyone just says let's go now. Uh, let's go! I, have I complained about what I think that is my least favorite phrase. And I I say let like there are times you can say let's go. There is nothing more not I watch a lot of like, you know, I'll I'll get in like the I guess the, the rabbit hole of just like YouTube shorts, you know? You oh, this one, you love this YouTube one. shorts. Yeah, you're yeah. just killing time, just do that. Yeah. There's nothing more obnoxious than like suburban teenage white kids who like flip a water bottle upside down and then go, let's go! Like, bro, it's not that serious, man. Tom Brady does it because, you know, he just let his team back, you know, on a fourth down. Uh, you know, fourth down and, you know, get, gets the first. goes, let's go! And now I just see guys like throwing a Frisbee that circles a tree and they're like let's go like, wait it went all the way around the tree um no like like curves around you know it came back like a boomerang no like uh you know like 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 just uh, arced it just arced, banked it, it. arced it yeah banked it banked it that's probably better just there's nothing i find more obnoxious than like youtube tiktok kids celebrating dumb stuff i, I would, ruined let's go I, I think if you could get a, a frisbee to circle a tree like 100, 360. If you could fully circle it, yeah. That's a let's go moment. That's a let's go. But yeah, the let's go is getting over. It's getting. We're getting killed by let's go's everywhere. You got. It's got to be a let's go moment. You can't just do like. Like mundane stuff and just be like, let's go, you know? And yeah, I think we're, we're let's going too much and we're YOLOing too much still. Oh, I feel like YOLO. I haven't heard of YOLO in I hear ages. It a lot. Um, from people that are too old to be saying it. Yeah. And I'm like, this isn't even a YOLO moment, so why are you YOLO? You're in a weird, you know, and I, hey, I'm an old man, I get it. I, I'm totally fine that there are culture for youth. That there's, that, that's, that's for them. I had it when I was a youth. Let them have their youth. But there's something, you know, where like, you know, the young, the young boys have taken Let's Go and ruined it. And old people can absolutely take something that was from 15 years ago. And ruin it a second time for you. Yeah. It ru- it got ruined once for you back in like 2015. You forgot about it. And now it's back. Yeah. It's back from the dead to ruin it one more time. Well, you know what? I'm taking back Let's Go. <laughs> you're in a- Let's oh, Go! go. <laughs> <laughs> you're, new, you're, you're new for cool stuff. Taking though. it back. Yeah. I just thought times I'm just like wa- watching just kids in way too nice houses you, you know, you see the kitchen in the background, you're like, ah, fucking kitchen's way too nice. Yeah, they got the pasta filling water thing over the yeah. stove. And then he's just doing something dumb. Accomplishes Throwing Mentos in a bottle. Throwing Mentos in a bottle, yeah. Yeah. And finally, it happens for him. And he goes, let's go. But, I, you know, I feed the algorithm because I watch it all. <laughs> yeah. I go, he's not going to get that Mentos in that water bottle. <laughs> and I watch him fail like five times and he finally gets it. And then, uh, Let's go! Oh my god! I throw it a yolo. You next thumbs time. down that one. Throw, yeah. Next time, throw it a yolo. <laughs> yeah, you get a Mentos in a in a water water bottle. Yolo. Yeah. <laughs> Take yeah. What, what is old is new again, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outside of uh, YouTube shorts, what, what are you been watching? Oh man, Mark, I got a few movies here. These are all new. Mm. All new. And, uh, and uh, okay, I'm just going to go through in order. Not a lot. I only got a few here. Sure. 20, 23, our boy, Mr. Gyllenhaal, The Covenant. Okay. Oh, sorry. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Cash. That's a good movie. Uh-huh. It's just a good war movie. Enjoy it. 2023. Don't have any idea who directed this. Not Guy Not Guy Ritchie. 2023. El Conde. I don't know of El Conde. El Conde is 
so cash it doesn't even know it. It's a vampire movie. It's on Netflix. I think it was Netflix. It might have been, might have been Hulu. Um, it is the most original take on a vampire movie I have seen since, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know? Right. Um, it's artistic. It's, it's funny. It's just a damn cool movie. I, I can't recommend El Conde enough. It is a foreign... It's kind of a foreign language film, but it is narrated in English. The narrator is a character. Um, it is great. It is really cool. Um, highly recommend El Conde. 2023. Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, I'm giving it cash. Um, as a, you know, a 90s kid... Mario was a big part of my growing up, mm-hmm. and it's Mario. It's it's a movie. I'm giving it cash just for the nostalgia, I guess. Sure. It's a fun movie. It's a great, great kids movie. Absolutely great kids movie. An okay adult movie. Um, but for the nostalgia, I'm giving it cash. It's worth a watch. Um... Yeah, you know, they got all the little Easter eggs if you played the games and stuff. Um, but yeah, three three movies. All right. Three new movies. I only got three as well. All right. Uh, Trifecta. Two, two of them are new, 2023 releases. I'll start with 2023, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Okay. <laughs> it's good. This is a good movie. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I saw a line, um, you know, because... It, yeah, it was like a good war movie, but also just, it was different in a way yeah. than just like, you know, I don't know, it, like different than like, um, you know, Black Hawk Down or even, you know, like Sam Park. Like, it was a war movie and it was good. It was, I found it, I found myself more compared to like Lone Survivor. This was much better than Lone Survivor. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you, that you read it and that you watched it though, because I fully came in now I'm at a loss for it because I was like I saw this movie Mike it's The Covenant I think you'd like it I will say there was a lot of falling down the mountain in it though. there was a you know it's funny I, during that scene <laughs> yeah. I was laughing and I was thinking are we oh. going to get Lone Survivor here luckily we don't yeah. we don't We there was a lot of mountain and, and I, you know I get it the it's terrain a, it's a, mount, a mountainous pla- the yeah. geography is mountainous I understand. People might think Afghanistan's a desert, but yeah, it's it's, it's mountain mountainous. Mountainous, there's forest, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I want it, it's yeah, it's it's a army movie, but really, it's like it's a, like a Jake Gyllenhaal, just like an action movie, kind of like just the idea of like and and really kind of coolly cut up in like two parts. Yeah, you know, the first part that and the guy, gosh, um, you know, we we give we give to our guy Gyllenhaal. All the time on this. This is a pro Jalen Hall podcast. Dar Salim, that guy was awesome. Fantastic. That guy was a badass yes. that first half of that movie, you know? Yes. So you, it's kind of like he gets the first half, Jalen Hall gets the second half, and uh, yeah, it worked for me. Liked The Covenant. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Um, okay. I wanted to, again, kind of set a little goal for myself. I'm already a day behind. I wanted to do 31 Days of Halloween, 31 spook, Spooky Films in the month of Halloween. I can double up, so I, I, I can catch up. But I did get two in. 1997, this is a rewatch for me. Uh, I think I just found it on a stream. I was like, yeah, gosh, it's under 90 minutes. Uh, I know you did last summer. It, I don't know what I rated this when we watched it, but upon this n- n- rewatch, again, it's probably like, oh my God, I've probably seen this movie a half dozen times. I was like, this is kind of a, it's kind of a corny movie. I think we both kind of thought that yeah. when we did the. It's not screen too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it was. It's kind of like a clone movie, but right. I think, I think we we were kind of positive on it, but but with the yeah the caveat that it was very nineties. It's a very 90s yeah very nineties. Um, I hope and I hope your next movie is the movie I want to watch. Well, this was streaming on Hulu, um, directed by Brian Duffield. It no one will save you. Yes, I want to watch that. Uh, this is cash. Sweet. I like it. It's an. Um, I mean, I don't know how much you want to know about, it, but it, yeah, it's it. 
it's in the horror. This counts as horror. I would call this more sci-fi thriller. Yeah. But it counts for spooky season, and I, I really dug it. It's cool. a very, very cool. You, it, it's very familiar in its plot and what's happening, but done in a very cool way, uh, which is, you know... It, perfect streamer. Like, it was great that I saw this on streaming. I'm stoked to watch it. I love alien shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. It's an alien invasion yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, definitely has, you know, like, I watched it. I was like, okay, this is like War of the Worlds. Or what was the other one? Oh, Signs. Very, it felt very Signs, but also very unique in, cool. its, in, its, in its way. So I, I, I was going to start that last night, and then Jane looked at me and she says, it's 9.45. And I was like... 93 minute movie. Okay, yeah, I better yeah. wait. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm dying to watch this movie. I'm watching it now. Yeah. And it's a... I'm not saying it's like a full pay attention to her. When you watch it, we'll, we'll discuss it. It is a... I got focus. So maybe, you know, by 1030, I don't know how much that focus I've been tired. Right, yeah. yeah, I've been yeah, tired. So, yeah you want to you watch it, clear eyes, full heart. Yeah. You know. That's right. Can't lose. Uh, and that's it. So those three movies. So I, okay, it's the fourth of October. So I gotta get two. I gotta start catching up again. But I, you're gonna have a day where you just knock out four. You get ahead of schedule. I, it's been so long. I, I, you know, cause we did Halloween last year. Like we did kills, right? And then we did like uh, or ends. We did kills the year before. I think both of the the podcasts. Uh, I was like, I want to go through like Halloween three, four. Like, like that's gonna be a day. Halloween, like, three, four, five, six. I haven't seen those in, in decades. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there will just come a day where I'm like, I'm not going to afford these. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that th- 31 Nights of uh, Halloween might replace my triple feature for the month of October. We'll get back onto it. Uh, we watched some of the movies. Spooky scale is subjective, so maybe <laughs> you found these. We watched, we are starting Pixar month. And we are starting off with 2018 sequel to the 2004 animated superhero film, The Incredibles. We watched Incredibles 2. Uh, Incredibles, 2004 movie directed by Brad Bird, um, who directed a Ghost Protocol. Uh, so... We'll get into that with the, the second one. It stars Craig T. Nelson, Holly Hunter, Sarah Vowell, Spencer Fox, Samuel L. Jackson, Jason Lee. It is the story. Bob Parr has given up his superhero days to log in time as an insurance adjuster and raise his three children with his formerly heroic wife in suburbia. But when he receives a mysterious assignment, it's time to get back into costume. The Incredibles, no gut, no glory. Was this your first time seeing The Incredibles? No, it wasn't. I believe it was my second. Just second time. Okay. Yeah. I have seen this in pieces. Um, watching it all the way through, I was like, okay, this is, I, yes, I, I, this is familiar to me, but I've never actually sat down and watched it beginning to end. What was your thoughts on The Incredibles? Well, I had fond memories of it, but I remember liking it. Uh-huh. And then it just, honestly, rewatching just reinforced it. I really like this movie. Um, it It's not as... It's a family-friendly movie, but it's not as much as a kids' movie as I thought it would be. It's, I I really want. So as we discussed on this show, my like, no, animated films are a uh, tough entry point for me. I don't really like cartoons that much. But what I what what a good cartoon movie can do is really suck me in with a good story. And almost like a story, like I enjoy like you know if we want to get like more theme. In an animated film where it's like, okay, my kid can watch this. He's going to enjoy superheroes doing funny stuff. And he he liked it. He fought me on it every step of the way of me trying to turn it on. I say, hey, kid, you want to watch Family Superheroes? No. I want to watch the Ninja Turtles for the eighth time. <laughs> and so one day I was like, I'm putting it on. And it started. And you know what? He was sucked in. <laughs> but for me, I like the more undertone story. And this is like... This is a family drama. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a husband and wife kind of dealing with, like, growing older and, like, not having their, like, glory days and coming apart because of the other... Yeah. This is a good movie. It is. This is, this is, this is, a, this is a great... Pixar has, like, they have a very good track record of doing that, of, like, these are movies for kids, but... For the most part, I think adults can get a lot out of it too. Yeah, well, you know, watching them, like to me, I'm like, this isn't as 
much as a kids movie is that I'm used to from mm-hmm. Pixar. Like if you watch like a Bugs Life, or, sure, or Toy Story or whatever, you, it, it's seamless. But then I'm like, so what? What's keeping the kids into this movie? And it's, I mean, it's the visuals, yeah, in the action, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I was in. I was. I enjoyed. I enjoyed it throughout. I didn't even like take a bathroom break. Yeah, and I'm I'm 40 years old. I got to take a bathroom break. We were talking. You know, you mentioned that this is more adult than you kind of were picturing. Because, you know, like, I like Toy Story. That's a kid movie first. Yeah. But I enjoy yeah. it because, you know, I mean, it just tells a really good story that, 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 that I'm into. This, you know, you're saying more adult. Is this the first Pixar movie or, car- like, people are really, like, just dying? When the kids are escaping in the jungle from the people and, like, I was like, oh, I, those people are dying, There's right? There's explosions. There's explosions. And, and they're not showing, like... They're not showing the bad guy like just, safely land in a parachute. Yeah, like, I'm led to believe... And then in the second one, too, like, I'm led to believe that these people died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Incredibles had a 92... To $145 budget. Gross $630 million. Uh, the fourth highest grossing movie of that year. Wow. 97% of Rotten Tomatoes based on 248 reviews. The critical consensus reads, bringing loads of wit and tons of fun to the animated superhero genre. The Incredibles easily lives up to its name. After the ending of The Incredibles that you saw all those years ago, were you like, I need a sequel for this family? Uh, I just kind of, I think... When I watched it originally, I just kind of assumed one would be coming uh, out, given the end of the movie. Sure. And then, I guess, I, I don't know if I was clamoring for it, and even after re-watching it, I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, I knew there was one coming up, and we're going to do it for the show, but uh, after that, I was like, okay, it could just be, you know, ambiguous ending. I don't really, I mean, the movie ended, but then we get our little hang- cliffhanger thing. Yeah. Our... Or in in scene, which is a classic superhero, like doesn't, yeah. necessarily, doesn't necessarily guarantee. Yeah, a that's sequel, just a superhero yeah. thing. And oh, there's more crime to be fought, yep. and all the families in it. Yep. And so, but I wasn't like, oh yeah, I can't, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I knew I knew we were gonna watch one. I, I was interested to see what they did with sure. it, but yeah, I wasn't like this. Absolutely must have a sequel, well, especially because you know you'd mentioned. You know, this seemed more dull, and what I really liked was, like, the theme of it. And I was like, man, can they really recapture that in a second one? Or is the second one just going to be, like, a, this is just a kid's movie. It's just superheroes fighting. Like, obviously, there'll be some drama, and, you know, we got to have our, you know, structure of a film. But can they have that, like, you know, message, you know, that they have? And the first one was like, oh, this is kind of more of an adult movie. Yeah. Uh, we did get a sequel, but it wasn't until, uh, what did I say, 2018? Yeah. 14 years later, do we get Incredibles 2. Brad Bird comes back to direct. Craig T. Nelson, Holly Hunter, Sarah Vowell, Huck Milner, Samuel Jackson, they're all back. They're also joined by Bob Odenkirk, Kathleen Keener, and Jonathan Banks. The Incredibles, Incredibles 2... Elastigirl springs into action to save the day while Mr. Incredible faces his greatest challenge yet, taking care of the problems of his three children. Incredibles 2, back to work. Um, yeah, was this your first time? Have you, have you seen The Incredibles 2? First time. First watch. Yeah, this was, now this was one I don't think I'd ever started. I think... I think Incredibles, I might have been introduced to around college. You know, like, it was one of those, like, it would, it would be on, or like, you know catch bits and pieces here and then now that I have a toddler it is one I think we've attempted to put on for him where we'll just hit especially when he was younger and he couldn't fight us about he didn't have as many strong opinions mm-hmm. about what movies he'd watch we put it on but it was a eh just kind of peek in and out I don't think we ever got to Incredibles 2 we would just go Incredibles yep there you yeah. go start that for you um this oh I forgot to write down the, oh no it was a 200 million dollar budget $1.2 billion at the box office. <laughs> 93% of Rotten Tomato based on 340 reviews. Incredibles 2 reunites Pixar's family crime-fighting team for a long-awaited follow-up that may not quite live up to the original, but comes close enough to earn its name. Uh, what did you like about The Incredibles 2? Well, first I was... I really, when I chose this, I did not realize that the sequel was 
did not come out for 14 years. Would this have qualified for the longer than Avatar? It, that was 13 it, years, so yeah. yeah this, I, because this would have counted. I was thinking 08. Sure. And then when I saw, when I went on Disney Plus on 2018, I'm like, what? They really waited that long? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so first time watching it, and, and uh, just overall, another good, I mean... I don't know if I've seen a Pixar movie that has completely struck out for me. Um, I've I've seen some that I just don't that I go. This is a good kids movie. This one's not for me. Okay. Uh, like Cars. Like okay, yeah. That's when I'm like, okay, I I don't think this is I don't think this is a bad movie. My kid seems to like it. I'm I'm not into this. Yeah. I, the way I am with like Toy Story. I, or, I, but none of them are like just tanks. No, I don't think it's like a bad. One. I don't yeah. think any of them like are like watching like the emoji movie. Right. You know, they don't do that. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I think Incredibles too. Like I enjoyed it right mm. from the get go. Again, it sucked me in. Um, I, I, my complaints with these movies are so nitpicky. Mm. Like, and it may be just the stupidest thing. Yeah, we have a whole section of that. Um, but yeah, so so stoked they got most of the cast back, especially Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, he doesn't do enough. He doesn't do enough stuff. I like Craig T. Nelson. What has he been on, like, live-action-wise? I, I, I mean, this movie grossed $1.2 billion. He doesn't got to do it. The only movie thing. I can remember him being in, uh, the only live-action thing I can remember him being in that wasn't the show Coach, right? was that movie with um, Josh Jackson and Paul Walker. The Skulls? Um, the Skulls. Okay. He was on the show Parenthood. But that was... And that must have ended in like 2010 or something. Okay. So maybe he's just... But these two movies have like $600 million, $1.2 billion. Like, he just voiced Mr. Incredible every 14 yeah. years. Gosh, you're probably pretty set up. Yeah. Um, I think the kid, just from the credits, I think Dash changed. He was the only cast member that changed. He was saying. Was he the same? Yep. Um, I'm pretty sure. I thought I saw... Let me pull up the... I thought the credits read different, but... Uh, Holly Hunter, yeah, H- uh, Huck Milner, still, still, still the voice of Dash. Or no, Huck Milner was in too. Maybe oh man, I might have copied his name just from the first one. Who was Dash? No, yeah, Huck Milner. Wait, Huck Milner is in Incredibles two. If I go to Incredibles one, Spencer Fox. Spencer Fox. Oh, that he was Dash. Man. That sucks for Spencer Fox. Cause yeah, I mean that's an. It, I mean, fourteen years. It's hard to voice a kid. Man, he didn't do anything like, after this. When he was like, probably twelve years old when he did Dash. So now he's twenty something. Yeah. Pretty hard to, hard to do that. But I think the person who does Violet, she's a full on adult anyway. So yes, and she is um, like she's a full on adult who is a voice actress. Like so. Yeah, so she yeah. can do the vo- just good at the voice, I guess. Hmm. Uh, yeah, happy they got the cast back. Um, I think the the story and the plot are great, and and different enough. Yeah, I so along the first ones of like the first ones like this like kind of marriage drama under the guise of like a animated like superhero movie. This was a very like it it was different. It, this is another like a, adult themed about you know you know a husband, wife, you know, the success of your wife and having to take on more of, like, the motherly role at home. You know, it was, like, kind of, like, some Mr. Mom in there, which I really yeah, liked. Yeah, a little, little role reversal. Yeah, and to, like, to have that in there. I, 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 this was another one where, like, just the story. The, the beginning of this movie, I was kind of like, okay, this is a good movie, but I, I'm not as into it as I was with The Incredibles. And then, then at a point, it does, like, really pick up the that kind of theme and you know story of it and I'm like they did it again yeah I'm, I'm right back into this I'll say this movie has like two of the most exciting like action sequences and not just animated movies but movies like it's a cartoon and usually I'm like like with Marvel I'm like Marvel I don't really give like credit None of their big action sex pieces do I walk away like I do with like Mission Impossible or like Top Gun or like that was incredible what they were able to accomplish. 
because uh, it's just green screen. It's just it's it's Chris Hemsworth just you know falling on like a green pad and shooting yeah. lightning. Whatever this I mean this is fully animated, but I was like that boat crash of them trying to prevent it. I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah, like it was thrilling. There, this movie and that was a positive for me. To me, it, it amps up the action yeah. part of it, and the action is fantastic. Yeah, it's just, it, and so Brad Bird. So he also did the Iron Giant, but he also did Ghost Protocol, Mission, uh, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol. Like, yeah, maybe there's something just having a real, animated or live action. The guy can map out a good action sequence. Yeah, he just can. He can just see it. In he his sees head it, and, and like it, it was thrilling. Translated to the screen. Um, Elastigirl stopping the train and like that was just yeah. the motorcycle bit is so cool. Yes, I, I, I mean I was like okay she's on a motorcycle big deal and then it starts splitting Splits in half and, and yeah. she's using it in cahoots with her special power. I'm like that was so freaking yeah. inventive and, and cool. You know what I like about both these movies. So this is a positive for this. I like that these this is a superhero movie where the superpowers are defined. And no one, like, goes outside it. You know, I don't want to, like, crap on... Like, I like Marvel movies. I don't want to crap on Marvel movies. But it's like... So they all have super strength. They all can jump really high. Like, this is... Dash does this. Violet does this. Elastigirl does this. Mr. Marvel does this. And they work together with their powers. Like, you know... They don't... They don't have, like, super... Not all of them have, like, super strength or... Yeah, the... And really... They're defined what they can do. The only one is kind of, like... Like, Mr. Incredible is just, like, strong. Yeah, right? that's his thing. Like, the only one that I do feel is, like, the outlier is Violet. Because she disappears and, and does can the do force, force field fields, yeah. So that seems like... That's it, very X-Men-y, though, right? That's very Jean Grey. Yeah, but it is kind of like the outlier, right. well, I guess, than Jack-Jack. And then Jack-Jack, But, yeah. I mean, Jack-Jack is just a joke in itself. I... And, and, and it's the best. It is... Okay. So I fully admit I'm not the biggest cartoon fan. Sometimes I don't like slapsticky stuff. I don't like Jack Jack versus the Raccoon is hilarious. <laughs> it's I, so that fun. was so that was so funny. That was fantastic. I'm in. I'm into I'm into I'm into the whole Jack Jack has all these powers and the way that yeah. And how that's just a problem for, you know, Mr. Incredible like sitting at home trying to like yeah. raise this baby who could uh, you know do all these things um and the world building for these movies are great too yeah. i mean we're, we're not in new york city we're in you know i can't remember what they called it but yeah um but just like we're in this cool like universe this whole like you know metropolis but it's, it's something like that yeah the first one i remember it had that. a cool name yeah um and then the city like um where they go to in you know where they to start the renaissance or whatever I can't remember the name of that city but where they take Elastigirl to right but um like the world building and then I I, I like this superheroes are illegal thing like that's a trope we've seen in other things but just and and frankly this is a superhero movie these are superhero movies as well as like kids movies as well as these family movies and the first one's like a uh you know, a family drama, a right. marriage drama. But, hey, you know what? Brad Bird knows a thing or two about an origin story. And he knocks out our little origin story in about eight minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome and tight and good. Mm-hmm. Hey, Marvel. Well, Disney, you own everything. Sure. Maybe think about this for your live actions. Like, we don't need an hour of origin. It, it, you're right. These are super movies. It is amazing how much they accomplish in just the first movie, but even the second one, like they've set, they they create they set up the stakes of a part two so well, yeah. and they do the, these are both under two hours. Um, I appreciate that these movies are tight and kids appreciate. Yeah, it's tight. There's no filler. Like there's no just like ah, that's kind of like it's just they're tight movies of just let's move the plot along. Let's have we got jokes, we got fun action sequences, but the whole time. We are moving our story. We're advancing our story. Yeah. Um, I like Sam Jackson in these. I like uh, Flo Zone. is so cool. It even his motions look good. His his animation looks cool. He, 
in Sam Jackson's Him shit. show, like, okay. I don't want to have to keep always... Uh, I will stop having to like preface everything with, like, these aren't for me. Him, but be, I'm po- trying to point out, like, the things that kind of, you know, exceed my expectations of what a cartoon movie is. When the superheroes who are brainwashed show up to the kid's house and Frozone makes his entrance, I was like, that's, that's badass. Like, yeah. That could be in a live-action movie, and I'm in. Like, him coming, being like, no, I'm... I'm here because the kids aren't the kids aren't all right and like it was like okay shit's about to go down um, yeah like it's just it's a it's a cartoon movie for children but the beats of it just work for like this could be a live action PG thirteen movie and you, I don't think you have to change anything yeah and I would be into it I could watch just flow zone skate around and shoot ice like. Yeah. All day. And that's all. His powers are defined. Like, he doesn't have super strength. He doesn't have super speed. He can shoot ice. Yep. That's what he does. And, he, and then he has to use it at the at the end. You know, I, I like the way that they're trying to slow down the boat of him just, like, shooting icebergs, trying to, like, knock it, you know, to one side. Um, yeah. Um, anything else work for you? that about it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole movie. Just, these, these movies are freaking Voice cool. acting. We already talked about getting the family back together. <sighs> Bob Odenkirk, Catherine Keener, um, oh, man. Jonathan Banks as just this Oden, like Odenkirk and Keener, oh. great, um, yeah, yeah, great, great stuff. Um, what didn't work for you? This is let's get in the nitpicks. This is kind of a nitpick, but not really. It actually okay. I'm gonna preface this with I absolutely adore Holly Hunter. Mm-hmm. I really do. And one thing I like about Holly Hunter is she has this very, very unique voice. Yeah. Holly Hunter's voice, to me, does not jive with the character design of Mrs. Parr, Elastigirl. It's both movies, when I would see, it just, that voice, and I love Holly Hunter, I really do... It didn't work for me uh, with Elastigirl. It just... I, I see Elastigirl, I'm like, that's not what she sounds like. I Am I crazy? Um, I get what you're saying, because Holly Hunter almost... I, like, where's Holly Hunter? Like, it's it's almost like a southern accent, but it's not quite, it like... It seems southern with a little, like, graveliness yeah. to it. Because it, then it also kind of seems a little New York-y, which maybe would fit better for Elastigirl, but not quite... I get what you're saying. I will... Yes. I, and again, we're nitpicking. I get what you're saying. I get my counter. I guess that is... I do appreciate that she has a unique voice. Yeah. That... Especially because Craig T. Nelson has such a unique voice, too. And so... And Holly Hunter has a unique voice. And it's just like, well... They didn't get, like, Scarlett Johansson the voice. You know, where it's like, yeah, she kind of just sounds like... Anybody. It's like, she has a very unique voice. But you, there were times where I was like... You're right. I kind of get what you're saying. She does the voice doesn't. Holly Hunter also has a very unique look. To yeah. Her. Like when I when you see picture you hear the voice you picture Holly Hunter, you just you know like the long blonde hair like with the curl like yeah. It just seemed out of it did seem very out of place to me in both movies. Well, and nothing against what she did, but just maybe they could have like. Change the character design up a little bit. I don't want her to look like Holly Hunter. I, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Well, maybe we get into do they need to remake it? You can recast uh, your Elastigirl. Yeah. I don't know who I'd pick, but yeah. Fran Drescher. <laughs> I want to keep that unique. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, now I'm trying. Okay, for me. Again, we're nitpicking. I, I, I think people listening might get to where we're going to end up with did we like the movie or not. I think this start, like, the the beginning of Incredibles, I it just does so much of, like, who is Mr. Incredible? Who is Elastigirl? What happened? Why are they, you know, how are they married? Why are they no longer superheroes? You know, like, like I said, eight minutes covers all that. It, it's a very... Exciting, but also very like. This is I appreciate that the beginning takes it's takes place right where the two leaves off with the underminer. It's a very 
cool action sequence. I like how they like how it's kind of like it starts with Jonathan Banks's character like questioning the boy. Um, but because it started with this long action sequence, it I'm not like sucked in right away into like the movie. That's it. <laughs> I I had to wait. I had to wait twelve minutes to like really start enjoying myself. To figure before you yeah figure out what's going on before I'm into the story yeah, yeah side before of it. the story really starts yeah, yeah. you just gotta start off with this I play Tom Cruise I think that's a I think that's a um, a uh, a skill you know a, a, a technique he learned from 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 Tom like we just start off with a twenty minute <laughs> exciting chase scene um, oh okay here's one I thought this was a little bit predictable. Um, I kind of guessed who the villain was pretty I was like, this is yeah, pretty telegraphed. That's a good point. I think I, I, I guess I didn't guess particular, but I did think those two were bad yeah. in some way. Um, so it was a little twist that only, oh, even then I thought bad. I was like, oh, it's the, yeah, it's the woman. It's, he's like a dumb, um, the, I, their introduction and the way she's kind of just behind the scenes, I was like. She's the bad guy. Yeah, you're, you're right. That that was a bit predictable. Yeah. And even like how, you know, we defeat her was a kind of predictable. But I guess that wasn't, defeating her wasn't the point. It was like, I don't know. Like the glasses thing. The gla- like, yeah. You're gonna, well, yeah, you just gotta rip the glasses off everybody. Yeah. Um, I did like that as like a, like a plot point of like, oh, okay, she gets the. I like that uh, Elastigirl, Frozone, Mister Credible. At one point, are all like brainwashed. Yeah, and then now it's the it's the three kids who have to go save their parents. And uh, yeah, it was kind of a, a cool. Oh, and when when Elastigirl goes into uh, Screenslaver's like hideout, mm-hmm. that's scary. Oh, that was like seven. That was scary. Yeah, that was absolutely scary. Yeah, she once she goes through the window. And then it just does that cut of her in the hallway, and then her like, yeah, that's that's freaky. Why doesn't she just flatten herself and squeeze under the door? Why does she have to just reach her arm up and unlock it? Or why doesn't she squish her head and just like go under the door to see? Make she sure, can get perfectly flat. Yeah, right? make sure like there's maybe she can't squish her head. No, because in the train she's the just train. Yeah, I was like, yeah, she's like perfectly flat. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, when she's a parachute, her head is off there. Yeah. Oh, another nitpick. Hey, city that this takes place in, what's up with your tunnel system? One tunnel is, you got enough clearance for a motorcycle, and then the next one, you decide to make your tunnel two feet shorter? That that just doesn't seem like there's a lot of continuity there. City planners, dude. Yeah. You know, urban planners, designers, <laughs> they are all, like... They don't communicate. Like, no. They just don't communicate with each other. So this guy's over here, this planner, and this He's designer, you're designing this tunnel. And then over here, you got the guy in the other cubicle designing this tunnel. And then they send out their plans to the construction company, and the construction company just builds it as, as it's seen. No one talks to each other, and that's the kind of shit that happens. Yep. She had to, she had to <laughs> wreck that sweet bike. <laughs> that sweet, sweet bike. Um, and the Incredmobile was awesome. The car. Yes. Yeah, that was a fun. And uh, yeah, that was fun. Him, uh, I don't know, his like depressed dad stage and see his like old car on on TV. And, <laughs> um, anything else not work for you? Oh, God, I, I can't think of anything that do- that doesn't. Did you like the? Um, I'm just throwing, I mean, so we talked about the Jack-Jack thing, Violet seems like, although, you know, probably equal time with the first one, because I really liked her whole, you know, them, her and Dash dealing with, like, you know, it's kind of like, oh, it's like a metaphor for, like, teenage, you know, like, the changes, and, um, you know, being yourself, and she kind of gets now her, her own, like, little B story of, like, going on a first date, yeah. Yeah, uh. I guess the only other nitpick that I can think of is we have these heroes and they're all like humanoid, but then we got that owl thing. Oh, right. This seems inconsistent. Yeah. With, with what's happening. Um, yeah, like you have mutants? Yeah, I guess we have mutants. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. That was never addressed in the first one. No, they're people with supers. Supers. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, what? What? We got a fucking bird thing here. Yeah. All right. Uh, along the lines of the Violet B story, so that actually did. That was, I was fine with that. Uh, Mr. Incredible going to the restaurant with her to play matchmaker. God, that was so funny. Funny. So funny stuff. So funny. Ah, refreshing water. Fresh, ooh, refreshing tap water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, what about us? Are you ready for a sequel? Do after, we have to wait 14 years? I hope we don't because I still want to know what... I, I want to go after the Underminer so bad. And after watching these two, like, Back back nights. I'm in. I'm mm. full. I'm full ready for. I will go to the theater for Incredibles three. I watching this, watching the two with 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 my kid. I was like, yeah, give give me more of this. We got five Toy Story movies. Like, there's five of those now. Well, if you, if you think about four plus Lightyear. Oh yeah, so yeah, five. I mean, you got two. You know, we'll go over this when I, when we get through my pick. But yeah, it's like, why not? Why why so long between right between these like. Maybe and maybe it's a thing where like the cast, the creators, they're like, we gotta have the right story. Like we're not just gonna come back to like you know. Man, that's why they're so good. You yeah, know? they just don't like hire a writer and like okay, like you know what, spin it up, let's go. I don't I don't know how to ask this in a in a remake, but I'm only gonna ask it so you could recast Elastigirl. What about a remake to a cartoon movie? <laughs> is that a th- oh what about a live action remake like they did with the Little Mermaid oh man you know I don't think a live action would work for this uh-huh. because then you don't want to see Chris Evans take another it, job from it, a voice actor yeah it, it would be then it would be too much of a of a Marvel movie um, a re- if we were to remake who would I Elastig- cast Elastigirl with um boy Regina King. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. She's the only one of that caliber. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we, we'll do a re, uh, Regina King. And, yeah. Um, you know, we'll throw, we'll throw uh, Mr. Manhattan uh, from uh, The Watchmen in there, too. He's got a great, that deep, deep yeah. voice. For, yeah. Uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Yaya, Yaya Mateen or something like that? It, it is Yaya something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny because I, you know, remake a cartoon, you know, it's fun. It's interesting, but one thing that I wish they would remake, and they, they, they were watching Johnny Quest, yeah, in two, and I've always just like I've Johnny Quest ran one season, and I've I think I've seen every Johnny Quest probably a hundred times, sure, and I have always thought, wow, why don't they? bring Johnny Quest and do like a movie with some the new animation yeah um but yeah but alright side just side, side yeah side side. don't remake this but let's remake Johnny Quest yeah into a movie. let's move 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 and I do think they tried to relaunch Johnny Quest on like Cartoon Network or something in like the 2000s uh-huh. I think and I think it was not good okay I think yeah but they need to the Basically, Disney needs to buy Han Barbera. You know, That's got to be coming, right? Yeah, and own it. They probably already do. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm curious because uh, doesn't Max have like the Cartoon Networks? So maybe, maybe HBO, maybe Warner Brothers. Yeah, maybe Discovery. Warner, yeah. They got it, so they could do a yeah. Maybe you know that would be their their counter programming. Johnny Quest. What character from the Incredibles verse is would you like most to see a spinoff of? I love so many of the side characters. Sure. Um, That's what you were talking about the world building. I mean, this is a really like flesh, like interesting side characters. You know. Yeah. Oh man, I, I, I really like. I really like Edna. You sure? Um, so I'd like to see see some more Edna, and I think she's got a short. A Pixar short. You know, they always have. Yeah. Edna. But a full. Uh, yeah, I think a full feature film with with Edna that could be fun. Is it like uh, Phantom Thread? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with Edna. Um, all right, this movie ends. They 
they save the day. It turns out that the screen screen slaver was brainwashed into committing his crimes. Uh, but then the movie ends and we just cut to, or that ends, we just cut to Violet going on the date and then they gotta go be superheroes, right? That's that's kind of how it ends, right? So we yeah. actually don't get any satisfied conclusion on Screen Slaver. So what I, my spinoff is I want the Screen Slaver story of him in prison to being released and it's kind of like the night of. You know, just uh, how we see how the the judicial system can really ruin uh, the lives of innocent people. Oh, oh, the the screen slaver that was brainwashed into the brainwashed, yeah, yeah the, brainwashed. the innocent pizza yeah. guy, yeah, who what, because yeah. he was a little surly and the pizza was late. Yeah, he's surly and the pizza was late. Yeah, and then we get we get a we get a John Turturro like yeah rolls in. Don't talk to anybody. Yeah, and then you know I mean. I don't know what how much time passes, but you know, so he's he's locked up for you know, yeah a week. Yeah, I mean, yeah. See his uh, how long does it take for him to actually get released? A Pixar a Pixar crime drama. Yeah, he comes out. Uh, you know, but he's all like tatted up, addicted addicted to uh, you know crack cocaine. <laughs> um. Okay, let's see. Okay, what do you think of the title? They dropped the the. It's The Incredibles, and then the second one is Incredibles 2. I think it's a smart move. Smart, yeah? I think it's a smart move because I, I, I don't think you lose anything, but you, get, you keep, you, you keep your, 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 uh, your cadence. Yeah. Is, because I've been saying it wrong for most of this episode. I, I keep saying The Incredibles 2, but it's Incredibles 2. What if there's like some AI scanning software that's listening to all these podcasts... And they go, well, they're clearly not talking about Incredibles 2 because they keep saying The Incredibles 2. So now we don't kind of go into that, like, uh, you know, we don't factor if in. If someone is asking Chad GPT yeah. to to rally up all the podcasts uh-huh. with Incredibles 2 talk. Incredibles 2 talk, yeah, we're fucked. Yeah, like, we're, we're missing we're, out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, what is that? On a, on a sweet SEO? Is that, is that what we're missing out on? Is that... <laughs> um, do you need to see the first one to enjoy the second one? I don't think it's required. Mm-hmm. I think you could just... You know, if you were a grandmother and your kid just puts on Incredibles 2 and you're just sitting there, I think you'd be into it. Yeah, I don't think, you, I don't think you'd miss any of the plot, any of the characters... They don't like re. They don't like repeat anything, yet. Like, still, all the characters are pretty fleshed out. Yeah, just through the movie. Yeah, so they do. They do a good job. Of just hey, you could jump into this. Definitely. Um. All right. You see them both. Which one are you gonna watch first? I, I think I rewatched two before one. It's. I just like the action. I really like both these movies. Man, I might lean two a little bit more than one. There were... Okay, one I really enjoyed. Two, it also added a little more comedy that I found funny. Like I said, the Jack-Jack thing, Mr. Incredible just kind of being like the stay-at-home dad. I found all that really funny. So, great story, great characters... A lot more action, a little more humor for me. Like, you just add, you know what you did? You added a little cherry on top of the Incredible Sunday, and that now I want to eat it. Yeah. Even more than the first one. Yeah, there you go, Incredibles 2. Uh, and finally, Incredibles 2, did we need it? 14 yeah. years later? Yeah. After watching it, that's a full on, yeah. I. It, <laughs> Even after last, saying, for the last time, cartoons are my bag. At their hard entry point. And because of that, I'm going to say we didn't need it. Because the more movies that I actually do enjoy that I can watch with children, that it's not just me watching, like, um, I'm trying to think of a movie. Well, like, my kid's watching the Turtles movie a lot. I already kind of said my feelings. Although, I will say, upon the dozen rewatch, there, there are a little more things I'm taking out of it. Um, but, like, Paw Patrol, like, I'm not getting anything out of a Paw Patrol movie. Yeah. So the more... Movies that I can actually troll, sit down. Troll movies. Trolls. Um, yeah. Gosh, what what other? 
like the Despicable Me movies. I think those are like I'll watch those. And I'm like, oh, that's good. There's some funny stuff. I'm not like sitting down, investing, you know, my like brain energy into like, all right, take me on a journey, minions. Um, so the more of these, the better. Like, sit down and actually like, yeah, that was a great two hours of movie. That was that. That is a enjoyable movie. Give me more of it. Yeah. Um, if you have thoughts on Incredibles 2, you can email us at dbtgpodcast.gmail.com. You rate, review, you can leave a little review in iTunes. I'm sure that gets emailed to me if that happens. I don't know. Um, you hear about it. I don't have iTunes. so I, I do get the emails, though, that they'll tell me something's changing on the platform or something. And I go, I hope. Do I have to do anything? No? All right. Good. <laughs> I did get the email. Google, Google Podcast is going away. Yeah, they're rolling that into YouTube, YouTube Music. Yes. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what that looks like. Find us on YouTube Music. Yeah. I'm um, interested to see what that is going to look like. Yeah. Pixar month. So last episode, you did say I would have uh, my fair choice to look into. I I went down the list, and it wasn't as deep of a bench as I thought. There were movies I was a, I was attributing to Pixar that that were not. Huh. Um, like Moana is not a Pixar movie. That's just a Disney movie. Um, in Kanto. Those weren't available. So I was like, okay, what do I have here? I got Finding Nemo, Finding Dory. I don't know. Dory's not my favorite character. Did I want to watch a whole Dory movie? No, I didn't want to do that. Four Toy Story movies. I'm like, well, I do enjoy all those. So where, where do we go with that? Then I, when the theme came, and I had to like cram in two Pixar movies during Spooky Month, I go, am I going to punish Mike and make him watch Lightyear again? Because I haven't seen it. And that counts. But then I watched the two movies. I enjoyed them. I said, you know what? I'm not going to make watch Lightyear again. <laughs> it's Spooky Month, but it's Pixar Month. So I think we're going to find a compromise, Mike. We're going to watch Monsters University. Okay! So that's streaming on Disney+. Plus. So Monsters University is the sequel to Monsters, Inc. Inc. Yes. Okay. I think it's a prequel based on the name. Okay. Yeah, I think Monsters, Inc. is the business. Monsters University, that's, that's them getting their degree. In monstering, and I don't much like The Incredibles. I don't think I've ever, I've never sat down and watched a monsters movie. This will be fun. I know the beats of the first one, but I don't think I actually ever sat down and watched it beginning to end. So, yeah, Yeah. Monsters Inc. So, uh, yeah, you can get a jump start on that. Uh, you know, you have that to your spooky list. I know I'm going to. Uh, till then, so yeah, that'll be next week's episode. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remix. YOLO. He's in excellent health.